Dungeoneers. Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast surrounded on all sides by the obscuring mists of fate. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. He's just engulfed in mist. Yeah, Josh, it's uh, pretty cozy in here. You want to swim on in? Um, no, I, I didn't know you could swim through mist. Is it that thick? Yeah, or at least it feels that way. Huh, well, I think I'm good. I appreciate the invitation, though. Okay, I'm going to go back into this uh, mist. Well, yeah, you'll be missed. <laughs> ah, ah, it's good. <laughs> anyway, Janelle's here, too. Janelle, you know what? You should use your pharmacy powers to brew us a potion to let us see into the future. That way I can predict where Daniel's going to end up when he comes out of that mist. I mean, I can brew you a potion that makes you think you're seeing the future. You'd probably have a good time. Oh, yeah? I don't know where you would be when you came off of the potion, where your future would be then. But if you're here for like, you know short time having fun not really long-term thinking then yeah well you know what we probably shouldn't be telling me about that on this recording but hey let's let's talk about this afterwards i'd like to try this potion yeah josh it might cloud your judgment ah! yeah you don't want to make any mistakes one more do one more oh come on aj oh, three jokes do I don't it. want to be condensationing. No, <laughs> you know what? Boo. Yeah, just just forget about it. Oh no! <laughs> yes. Uh. Well, luckily Nate's here, and as you know, he still has his foresight, so he can peer into the future and pierce this veil of mist and fog and condensation for us. No, I question my capabilities. I would have missed this episode. Ouch. Oh, oh. wrecked. <laughs> Mic drop. Well, Joel's here as well, and <laughs> he doesn't need to see through those mists to be happy. He'll just go along with the flow of his own destiny. Yeah, that's right. In fact, I don't even believe in destiny because I know that all destiny really is is a bunch of passive luck rolls being made continuously throughout your life. And uh, I invested a lot of points into luck, so. I don't have to be worried. Wise man. Wise yeah. man. Well, then finally, on the other side of that coin, we have AJ, who strides forward and completely ignores his destiny. Hmm? Josh, were you, were you talking to me, Josh? I, sorry, I was, I was working on a sandwich, and uh, it, was, it was just after I got this email from the president or something saying, I, you know, I need to help save the world. I just... I just figured, you know, it's not really my business. I just, I just wanted a sandwich. Uh, did you want? Do you want a sandwich? You want a, like, a ham sandwich? Yeah. Oh, no, I think I'm good. I appreciate it. I think uh, if you can find Daniel, he'd probably take it. Mm, I think I missed him earlier. No. I don't, I don't know where he went. <laughs> right behind you. Ah, gosh. Well, do you want a? You want a? You want a sandwich? You want a ham sammy? Oh yeah, here, hand it to me. Oh, here you go. All right. Yeet. What? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're really going to missed out, huh? Bye. I, f I feel like your judgment's clouded. That was a good sandwich. I'm gone now. Well, anyway, how are you all doing this week? Good enough. Cool. <laughs> Do you say pool? No, get out of cool. here. Cool. 
School? Ghoul? Mule. It's a mystery. Moving on. No, no, not you too. <laughs> Josh, how are you doing? Since none of us can answer you at all. Well, I'm tired of all these jokes for one. <laughs> I couldn't think of another joke. I'm sorry. Do, do you want to know the secret, Josh? What? That mist was made of butter. It's butter mist. Ew. Can you believe it? I can't. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter mist. <laughs> <laughs> That's do the thing. Do the Are thing. you guys ready to play d and I'm Please, done with yes. this intro. This is, we have such a weird <laughs> energy tonight. Hey, jo- sh- sh- Josh, Josh. Butter me up. I'm churning for adventure. <laughs> I hate that you whispered that. <laughs> you know what? I think this is going to go down as the... Uh, most obscured and missed episode we've ever made. Uh, Josh did it. He did the thing. He said Looking into the future. I can see it. Alrighty. Well, if Daniel's all buttered up and ready to go, I'm going to give us a quick recap, and then we will jump back into the action. So, last episode, you finally came to the edge of the valley where the city of Alcina rests. Your destination to take hold of your destinies, which is why that was today's theme for the intro, but who could have predicted that's how it would go? We don't all have foresight like Nate. Yeah. Anyway, as you guys went through the valley, you came across a bridge guarded by a trio of elves on horseback. After throwing some pleasantries back and forth, Vez eventually grew impatient and saw right through their bullcrap and knew that they were trying to extort you of your money. So as soon as they made an aggressive movement, she charged forward, and a combat commenced. And we are going to jump right back into that combat now. So we are at the top of the combat round. Vez is on the other side of the bridge atop her horse. Theo is nearby um, at the bank of the river, also atop his horse. Near the two of you, there is a single elven brigand atop his own horse. And behind him, about 80 feet back into the woods, are another five elven brigands, all with crossbows. The leader of the troop has fled atop someone else's horse and is basically out of the fight. And there are another four near the wagon, which is where Jasper and your followers are. And then Gunner's laying in the grass, and Aegon is standing tall and proud. So, Vez, what are you going to do? Uh, well, she asked the elf as nicely as she was willing to. If he yielded, he spit at her. So now she's got to hit him with her staff, because that's the way this works right now. <laughs> that is a 15. A 15 will hit him. Yay. Okay, so two hands, she'll come down upon his head as she does. And that will be seven damage. That's enough to take him out. So yeah, you swing your staff over your head and you just hit him so hard in the chest, he soars off his horse and hits the ground with a thud, dealing probably enough internal damage to kill that guy. So he's dead and out of the fight. And then, question. So, if her horse can, as the horse's action, 
can dash, would she be able to catch up with the leader and the other guy? Yes. Then she go and do that and just run <laughs> right up <laughs> next to him. And she's still got uh, some actions left, so... Oh, oh my gosh. She's not in a good place. Um, <laughs> she's she's going to... vengeful. Yeah. She's going to swing at him again. Okay. That is 17. All right, that will that will hit him. He's not going to be redirecting this one because he saw what happened last time. <laughs> That's not a lot of damage, though. That's only four damage. All right, so yeah, you like wallop him across one of the, his shoulder blades as you come up behind him, and he turns around, and he's like, you're still here! She just smiles, and he sees her eyes are black, too, so I don't know what that makes him feel, but yep. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to Gunner. Okay. So Gunner, realizing he can't get on the horse quick enough to catch up with the Bez, he's like, that's that's pretty much, you know. He's like, I, I think she'll be okay. Hopefully. And or, or uh, as soon as, uh, well, maybe he thinks about it longer. He's like, uh, Theo, you should, you should chase after Vez. Are, are you sure? Can you handle them? <laughs> He says with absolute seriousness, I got this. Okay. So Gunner is going to cast Mirror Image on himself. So he kind of has these cool, like, illusions sort of moving around him. Fortunately, since Gunner has the athletics feat, it only cost him five feet of movement to stand up. So he is going to stand... Gunnar is going to move closer to the rock that is on the same side of the river as he is, trying to close the gap between him and the brigands hiding in the trees. Okay, so yeah, you're going to just duck behind the boulder at the edge of the clearing then? Yes. Yes. And he's going to go prone again. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. And uh, that's his turn. Alrighty, on to Jasper. Weakest guy. North of us. Magic missile. Get him. You know what time it is. It's m -m 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 magic missile time. <laughs> Basically, that'll be nine damage. All right, so the the elf ducks behind the tree and kind of looks relieved, but then your missiles curve around the tree and strike him from the side, and he goes down. I'll get off the cart, go over, go prone. Nice. All right, so you just hop out of the cart and just plop down. Alright, Theo. By the way, this is a really funny image to me. You guys stand up, run, drop prone, stand up, run, drop prone. <laughs> I mean, it's very tactical. No, it's tactical, just the, the mental image is funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bunch of gophers up and down. I, I like to imagine they're kind of running between, like, high patches of grass and, yeah, it's like guerrilla warfare. Oh, that's a, okay, I like that vision. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Theo is going to do his best taking a uh, word from his dear friend Gunner and he's just going to charge after Vez and, and those jerks. Okay, so it's going to be five feet of swimming to get the rest of the way out of the river and then even when you dash you're still going to be ten feet behind them. Okay, I I think that that's okay for Theo. I think that's that's the goal is just to get within shots. So that way the next turn, maybe he can be there for whatever reason. So he's just going to dash. 
to, to do that best he can. Okay. Just so you're aware, AJ, if you do want to hit hit them, uh, since uh, the bad guys and Vez are barreling at top speed, you're going to have to find a way to slow down their horse or you're never going to catch up to them. I get you, I get you. I okay. had something else in mind as well, though. I think while riding, he's trying to think to himself, what am I, what am I going to do? <laughs> Throw How your axe and kill their horse. I could definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't have any horse lovers listening to this episode. Well, not anymore after last episode and the <laughs> one before that. Oh. Do you have any throwing axes? Uh, hold on, give me a second. I don't think I do. But what I was going to do was have... Or sorry, what Theo was going to do was actually use his produced flames uh, cantrip that he has. Uh, he doesn't use this very often. But basically, it's something he can do where he can create a flame in his hand, but he can also launch it like an attack spell. So I think when he gets within you know that 10 feet, he, he uses this produced flame and is reaching out for Vez and just saying, hold on, Vez! And he clenches his fist, but then suddenly this fire envelops it and this little ball shoots out after these guys to hit him in the back. Okay. All right, so here's the rule for that ranged attack. Oh my god, I got a natural 20! (laughs) Well, AJ, you also didn't tell me which one of them you were targeting. So I'm going to choose because I don't think it's fair for you to assign that natural 20. No, that's fair. Or you can re-roll and hope you get a natural 20 again after you choose. No, no, I'd rather you choose because, again, Theo isn't proficient with his magic stuff. Technically he is, but he's not confident. When he's reaching out, he's not really understanding what he's doing half the time. Okay. I, well, does any, is anybody, I know that's a, it's a weird call. Does anybody not think that's fair? I think it's fair. I mean, we could just roll, like have him roll a d4 and you choose evens or odds. One evens is one person and odds is the other person, so it's... Or we do two, four, six and maybe hit the horse. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I think that's fair. Two, four, six. And Josh, Josh chooses. So tell us who's who and then Josh, do you want to roll or do you want AJ to roll? Um, I will roll. Okay, so who's who? Um, okay, so the brigand leader will be one to two. I'm gonna roll. Yeah, I'm gonna roll a d6. The brigand leader will be one to two. His companion on the horse with him will be a two to four, and the horse will be a five to six. That's a five. So you hit the horse. <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking after Vez's lead. <laughs> oh no. Oh goodness. Uh, let's so see. remember. Okay. Roll your dice. All right, so that's uh, 2d8 since we're doubling dice. That's a three and a six. That's nine fire damage to the back of the horse's ass. So you blast the horse's rump and it starts kicking and it's it doesn't look very happy at all? I bet not. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I really wasn't trying to hit you. God. Oh, man. And uh, that'll be Theo's turn, but on the back side where two is, he's going to crawl underneath the wagon and he's going to wait for a moment when there is a brigand within close proximity so he can he can charge at it. So because right now he's not really sure what's going on and where he can see things because he's lower to the ground. So he's going to hunk around underneath the wagon and that'll be our turn. Okay. Alright. So now some of these brigands are going to go and they are going to I think they're going to shoot after the people chasing their leader so you guys are 
about 120 feet away from them, so they will be making their attacks with disadvantage from their crossbows. So two of the bolts are going after Vez, and two are going after Theo. Well, Vez, they both miss you. Okay. That's an eight and a seven. And Theo, that is going to be a nine and a 21. Ah, the 21 will hit. All right, so one of the bolts uh, hits into your armor. That is going to be eight points of damage to you. Okay. But you're a big, tough guy. You can take it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the brigand on the horse with the captain is going to draw out a short sword and slash at Vez. Hmm. Natural one. Ain't gonna do nothing. She probably parries him with her staff and laughs in his face. (laughs) So yeah, you parry it, and then the brigand captain next to you is going to swing his weapon at you. Yeah, I mean, he's going to just drop his crossbow so it, it hits the ground and breaks apart. And he is going to draw out his uh, war axe. And he's going to he's gonna swing it at you. Twice. Wait, no, he can't do that, actually. He has to do something else. Okay, so he is going to use his multi-attack ability where he can attack once and then use a, his command rabble ability. So he's going to attack you. Oh, that was so close to being a natural 20. I mean, that is going to be a 24. Uh, yes, that will hit. <laughs> All right, that is going to be nine slashing damage to you. Ow, just go hit. And then using his command rabble ability, one of his allies within 30 feet of him can also make an attack as a reaction. Normally, he could use this to affect up to three allies, but there's only one near him right now. So the brigand who got a natural one against you is also going to lean over and try to stab you again with a short sword. And you know, it's only going to be a nine. So he's Mm-mm. he's looking very frustrated every time you parry his weapon. So now we're on to Aegon. Yeah. Aegon sees Gunner running up towards the guys that ambushed him from the trees on their side of the river. So he is instead going to make for the bridge. Uh, and use all of his movement to get about halfway across it. And in doing so, while running, he's going to kind of take a moment to shift down his rod and cast an Eldritch Blast at one of the brigands that was firing at Vez and Theo as they rode towards the commander. Okay. Um, yeah, if you want to hit one of those brigands, they're all in the in the forest, so uh, they will have a plus two to their AC because you're trying to shoot them around the trees. Okay, well, I'll just target the Because they're, like, one, hiding then. as close to the trees yeah. as they can. I'll target the the most southerly one. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that is going to be a 19 to hit. Okay, so that will hit. Alrighty. Uh, so he will take an amazing eight force damage. All right, so you fire at him, and you kind of glance him a little bit, but you also shatter the tree trunk next to him, so he just gets showered with uh, splinters. And they're all looking kind of scared. Yes. And with that, Aegon will take a page out of Gunner's book and fall prone. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you do. Kind of hiding behind the wall that's, or the low wall that I imagine is part of the bridge 
So actually, yeah, they will not be able to hit you if you go prone behind that bridge. So Fantastic. Yeah, you are now no longer a potential target. Sorry, boys and girl, but uh, <laughs> I took my hits. <laughs> All right, so now we're on to Fergus. He's, he's yes. looking around for Jasper. He's like, Jasper, I need direction. Simple. Firebolt. Guy to the north. That's a 14. Well, which, which one? The one on the left to the north. 14 will match his new heightened AC. Sorry, her. This one's a girl. Well, we'll burn her. It's nine. Oh, my God. Oh boy. See, so yeah, it's just a puff of fire and you hear a scream of pain. And he goes back to hiding. Look at him. Wow, Jasper, I'm learning so much from you. Just killed somebody. My God. He didn't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought I thought he was saying she screamed and she was like dying or no, something. He just grievously Maimed. wounded somebody. <laughs> yeah. Maimed or seriously injured, but never killed. <laughs> All right, so we're on to Laszlo. What's Laszlo gonna do? So Laszlo is just gonna. He he sees what Fergus did. And he's going to stand up and try and finish the job. Same target, crossbow. So I believe she is in range. So, uh, well, but I guess that doesn't really matter because that was only a 10. Yeah, that's not going to hit. He fires the bolt and it just sinks into the tree that she's hiding behind. Okay. And then, um, so I guess Laszlo will turn to... Fergus and give him some encouragement using his bonus action, using his helpful ability. And then he's going to nestle back down to the cart. Yeah, he just like grabs Fergus's shoulder and says, good shot, Fergus. You're getting to be better at this than I am. And then he just ducks down as another hail of crossbow bolts fire at the cart. Yeah, exactly. All right. So now it's time for the, uh, the second group of brigands to go. And the one that Fergus and Laszlo are shooting at is actually going to let out a roar of fury and she's going to charge out from behind the tree and run at Gunner's location. So she is going to run next to Gunner and she is going to attack him. And since Gunner is prone, she has advantage on this attack. And since I have my mirror image up, I get to roll a d20 and decide if she attacks me or an illusion. Okay. Okay, so looking for the spell. I got an 11, but I'm almost certain that that's enough. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yes, since I have all three, I I just have to roll a six or higher. Okay, so I will have her target one of the illusions then. Okay, well, yeah, so she got an 18 on the die, so I think that takes out one of your illusions, correct? Yes, it does. (laughs) All right. All right, so yeah, she just starts stabbing at the ground uh, near you, and she looks furious. And the other two are going to fire their crossbows again. Actually, I don't think they can even hit anybody. These people hiding in the cart are actually hidden from view as well. So I think they're going to hold their actions to shoot the first person who stands up to make a ranged attack. So there's just a brief lull in their volleys. Now we're on to Vez. Uh, her and this leader are not <laughs> not seeing eye to eye, so she's going to go at him again first with the staff, as per usual. Okay. I don't think that hits. That's going to be a 13. 
13 will not hit him. Okay. Well, then this, time she'll... He, this time he parries your attack. She's going to try to punch him then. <laughs> <laughs> that was better. That'll be 18. 18 will hit this guy. And that'll be seven damage. Oh, boy. He is so... not looking too good. <laughs> <laughs> so she probably goes in to smack him. He parries, and then she lets go with one hand, and she <laughs> sucker punches him in the face. Punches him right in the face. <laughs> oh, my Man, God. I, I was really hoping you were going to punch the horse right in the face <laughs> and to watch them tumble to the ground. <laughs> All right. Gunner, it is back to you. Well, I guess Gunner's the lucky one then. <laughs> so, yeah, Gunner. Gunner's like, oh, I saw you were in the tree. Well, news to me. And Gunner's going <laughs> to... Oh, my God. Yeah, so he's going to stand up. I think uh, you're, since you're behind the rock... Yeah, so against one of them, you're going to have half cover. Is it is it half cover or is it light and heavy cover? I forget for five, 5e. I th- for 5e, I believe it's half three quarters and total cover. Okay. Yeah, I so think yeah, you're thinking one of, them, of heavily obscured versus lightly obscured. Yeah, okay. So for one of the brigands, you're going to have half cover, and against the other, you're going to have three quarters cover. Okay, sweet. So plus two AC against one of them and plus five against the other. So let's do the plus two AC. Okay, and I'm going to roll my thing. I got a seven, so she gets to hit me if, okay, she, if well, she does hit. That's good for me because I got a dirty 20 to hit. So how much plus? So is it? Th- this is it, the plus two? Yeah, this is the plus two. Okay, so that does that does get me. Well, I rolled minimum damage. So that's going to be two piercing damage. Okay. So in the end, Gunner manages to avoid most of it, and the second one fires. That is definitely a miss. Okay. It was an 11. Okay, well, that, that, that would have missed my um, illusion, too, anyway, so. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Gunner stands up. He drops the short bow, and he is going to pull out a short sword and stab at this lady. And that's going to be a 23 to hit. That will hit. And that's going to be seven piercing damage. That is enough to kill her. She goes to stab you again, and you just stab right upward into her throat. Oh, man. Gunner's just, like, so focused. He's just... He, he's, he, he doesn't even think about, like, the... I mean, as, this isn't a surprise. Gunner doesn't think about the consequences of what he does. He doesn't understand the, you know, loss of ego and spark of life in this individual, so... Well, here, I've, I've got something interesting. Since you're directly adjacent to her... Um, remember, Gunner looks like an elf because he's elf kin. Uh-huh. Um, so you stab her, and just her last gurgled words as she looks at you with hatred are, "Traitor!" <laughs> and then she goes down. I just play for the winning team. That's all. And um, Gunner will. So how far away are the other elves? Basically. Gunner's trying to figure out if anybody else is... From from what he can see, if anyone else is going to charge him. If they do, they will not be able to attack you on the same turn. Okay, so I think Gunner's actually going to go prone again. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect strategy. Works every time. That's his turn. All right, now we're back to Jasper. Does Jasper have any magic missiles left? Of course he's got magic missiles left. He's just going to go see the guy to the farthest northern right 
and fire. You take six damage, baby. <laughs> that is the high. minimum <laughs> damage you could roll with magic missile with all three darts. So I think you destroy more of the forest around this elf than you do the, the actual elf. If only forests were easy to set on fire, then we could just smoke them out. Oh my god. <laughs> no! Well, you know who's really good at that? California? Theo, it's your turn. <laughs> no! I will not have this This on my record. No, it's not happening. He's not going to light the forest on fire. That's horrid. As you're hurling fire, as you charge through the forest, you see a bear in a hat carrying a shovel look at you sadly. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Why? A single tear slowly trickles down his left cheek. I didn't mean it. We're on the road. We're not even in the forest. We're on the road. Oh, it's, it's, if I miss, it'll just disperse. It won't even catch anything on fire. Only you can prevent it for you. <laughs> Good old Ashy the the owl bear. <laughs> right? So oh like that even better. I hate you all. It's canon now. Ashy the owl bear is a woodland spirit now. Is always disappointed in Theo for some reason. God, this oh, he's awful. All right, well. Disappointing people aside, uh, I guess Phil will have to sprint after the the people using the dash action for his horse, right? So he's still 10 feet behind him? Yes. Okay. I think what he'll do is to run at them but with, with his horse. The horse will run towards them, not Phil. Phil is much slower. And he'll... Again, he can't really do anything with range that Cantropy did. It's like once per day, basically. So what he'll do instead of, you know, sh- throwing his axe. What? Mm, you can do it as many yeah, times as you want. you just get the cantrip. Yeah. No, I thought it was like a special thing. Like the, uh, that's no, that, one... the burning hands, right? That's, yeah, yeah that's burning like hands. That. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I can catch the forest on fire. Okay. I can just keep doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, this is why I don't play spellcasters, guys. This, this isn't even this isn't a spellcaster thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, hey, I love you anyway, AJ. Oh, thanks, thanks. I think, um, ah, oh, jeez, this is tough because he doesn't. I think actually what he'll the do... owl bear looks even sadder now. No! <laughs> All right, I can't do it. I can't do no. it. Do I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the the iron bands and binding, and Theo is gonna just <laughs> chuck it at um, the horse. At the, the horse. <laughs> no, at the captain. Oh. Come on. No, I'm not gonna t- take down the horse. It wouldn't kill it. You don't know that. You know how Josh is. He'll kill a horse for me just looking at it. Let's see. Can I even do that? Does it does it allow me to do that? Large creatures. I don't know. Okay, take. Give me a minute so I can double check it because I don't think I can. Can't can't do what? Attack use it on large creatures. Oh no, it says huge or smaller creatures. Wow. Okay. Well, shoot. If I can't do the horse, actually, that probably be the smarter bet would be actually to hit the horse. Okay. Let me re-say everything I did because I didn't read. I don't read my spells. So I don't read anything. <laughs> it's okay, AJ. <laughs> okay. So, bearing in mind, Ashy, Albert, just scolding him and being sad, he'll. He'll think to himself and go, oh, and he'll grab the Iron Bands of Binding, which he can actually use on huge or smaller creatures, which I assume a horse is less than huge, and he'll, he'll chuck it at the horse. 
Here's the and here's the best part. After you almost kill this horse, you can use your pet rock to heal it and bring it back to life. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I can pelt it with my pet rock. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna check it. All right, he doesn't get any bonus to dexterity, but he's still proficient in throwing balls and rocks and things, so he'll still get his proficiency bonus. Yeah, that is a uh. 11 plus 2 is... Does a 13 hit? So yeah, it did. That hits the horse, yeah. Oh my god, yes! Okay, and he'll, he'll as he's throwing it through the air, he says, Seize! Uh, as the command word. So, as it hits, it immediately binds the horse. So yeah, the horse... Just, <laughs> just this, these bands wrap around it and bind it tight. And it, so I think what happens is the band, since it's a bigger creature just like theatrically they get around it and start to tangle it so it just starts to slow down as it tries to mess with them and then it eventually comes to a stop and they just go tight and then the horse can't move and now it's two riders are just watching as the two of you approach on your own horses nice okay and then 2-0 will still gauge the scene and see that nothing is really changing too much but he doesn't like that gunner's all by himself, so Tuo will instinctively run up behind the tree just to his south to hang out and, and sort of give him backup if he needs it. And that'll be our turn. Alrighty. So now we're going to go to the brigands. The ones in the trees are... They can't... Let's see. They are just going to look around and they don't have any targets. So I think they're all going to aim at... You know what? I think they're going to start slinking back into the forest. Oh, man. They're I think they're away. starting to realize that they can't can't win the fight. Yeah, they better. They're going to retreat. So the brigands on the other side of the river are going to retreat. And the brigand on the horse next to Vez is going to try to hit Vez. Hmm. With their short sword. That is a natural 20. Oh. So, question for you, though. What? With a natural 20, it auto hits. It doesn't matter, right? Yes, it is always a hit. Okay. So, yeah, even if you increase your AC, uh, it doesn't matter. Neat. Let's go. So, it's going to be 10 piercing damage to you. Ow. You watch Fez kind of slump on her horse. No. Oh, is she down? <laughs> yeah. Is she out? No! Yeah. That's why I don't know why you guys, you guys should have just punched the horse. I don't know why you didn't do it. And I... then the brigand captain is going to run and mount Vez's horse. <laughs> no! <laughs> and he's no! going to push her off. Oh, my gosh. Genius. And then he's going to take off and dash okay. with her horse. Well, now, how does he have enough movement to do that? Yeah, half of his movement to dismount his horse and half his movement to mount hers. And they're right next to each other. Oh, I guess so. Fio, you can keep going. <laughs> what do I do? You're going to have to uh, kill him. And he's just going to... He's going to charge and he is going to go another 120 feet away. Crap. So wait, I have a question, Josh. Yes. So Vez had had to use... Her horse's movement to catch up to them this round, right? Does that horse even have any movement left? 
No. I was gonna. That is oh, a good point. That is a good point. That is yes. correct. Oh crap! Good job. See, I, well, he will jump up onto her horse though and push her off. Okay. Well, actually, hmm. Wait. No, he's not. I just thought of something really evil he can do instead. <laughs> no, Joe, you should just let him go. Well, no. I, I mean, I'm trying to help. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna stab down at Vaz from on top of her horse. Don't you yeah. dare! No. That's fair. I'm, yeah. <laughs> so, one death save, right? If that's wow. one failed, or does he still have to hit me? If, well, he has to hit. Yeah, so. Okay. Have to hit well, if I'm okay. if he knocks me off and I'm prone, is that disadvantage for him or no? No, it'd be disadvantage for you. It's well, advantage for him. Well, th thank, thank you, Janelle. Actually, he does Fuck. have advantage against you. <laughs> uh, keep my mouth shut. So that's going to be an 18 to hit you. And I can't use my cloak if I'm unconscious, nope. right? Okay. You cannot. Well, that's one. One fail. So you're he's going to hit down with his axe, and Theo hears a gross crunch. And Vez, that's going to be two two death saves for you. And he's going to look up at Theo and says, you should probably help your friend. Wait, why, now why is it two? Isn't it? Well, because yeah, uh, any it, hit against you when you're down is automatically a critical hit. Yeah. When you're unconscious anyways, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, and here, let me pull it up. An unconscious creature, an attack that hits this creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Death saving throws... If you take any damage while you have zero hit points, you suffer a death saving throw failure. If the damage is from a critical hit, you suffer two failures instead. Oh, well. Rip. Well, there we go. That's the yikes. So Vez, Vez is one death save away from dying, oh, and the brigand no. is staring down Theo. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I, mean, I did this to myself. You should have hit the horse. I'm sorry. <laughs> And I can't do anything until after Vaz's turn either, because I go after her. So she has to hopefully just save once for me to even get to her to do anything. Yeah. Oh my god, this is awful. <laughs> Depends on how much Josh wants to kill me. Depends on my fate right now, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next one's up to you, I guess. Aegon, it is your turn. Well, Aegon senses a disturbance in the force. <laughs> 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 His, you know, his, his healer senses are tingling. So he's going to stand up and dash forward. And, and this the horse that the original dead bandit fell off of is still, like, around, right? At the end of the bridge. Yes. Yeah, so Aegon is going to stand up, and he's going to dash over to that horse, and he can't do anything this turn. But uh, next turn, he's going to mount it and try to get to his comrades that, that away. Alrighty, Fergus. Fergus is going to still hit the most northern one because there's nothing we can do. That's a 20. Natural 20 or just a regular 20? Regular 20. And Fergus gets advantage because uh, Wesley used the help action on him. Nice. All right, that's now 24. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, that's four damage. Nice. Ferguson takes cover. Alrighty. So we're going to move on to Laszlo. So Lazo will stand up out of the cart, and he will fire at the elf at the far furthest to his northeast with his crossbow. And boy, he 
he really doesn't know how to use that thing because that's <laughs> oh, a <no>. seven. <laughs> and then he's going to hunker back down and he's just going to like pat Fergus on the ankle like, you got him, tiger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he'll, he'll use help on Fergus again. Yeah. The two remaining brigands are going to notice that their other allies are not firing bolts anymore. So they too are going to flee into the woods. Now we are at the moment of truth. Oh, no. Oh, man. Come on, Bez. I believe in you. Yeah, done. <laughs> he is crawling out. Bez, hang in there. It, it's an 11. <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah, oh. she's clinging barely, but she's there. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> oh, my God. One. Ooh, I'm sweating so bad. <laughs> Will I be able to do it again? I don't know. But for today. Connor, it is your turn. Okay. Well, I think. Gunner doesn't really have anything he can do combat wise right now. I will say Tuo is, is yeah. really yiping at him, trying to get his attention and, and just try to see what's going on. So he's like only about 10 feet, 10, 15 feet behind you. Wait, what? What? What is it, Tuo? Did, did Vez fall down the well? What's going on? <laughs> Stop. Worse. So Gunner is going to stand up, and so then he's just going to start making his way after Bez and Fio. Um, okay. Actually, actually, he's going to take the dash action. Also, I think Aegon's the only one who probably has an idea of what happened. Like, just just so we know, like I can understand if Gunner's going to charge after just out of concern, but I think Aegon probably did like hear Bez let out a very pained cry. Oh yeah, no. That's going to be my reasoning for why he's aware that she needs help, because he, like, heard her scream when she went down. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Gunner's just trying to, like, he knows they went off in that direction. So. Yeah, okay. Jasper, are you going to do anything, or are you just going to hang out? Me and uh, Ferguson are going to get the cart ready to get forward. You mean you and Fergus? Okay. I do have a question for the group. Uh, who has the net? Daniel. Gunner. Gunner, okay. Oh, yeah, Gunner. Yeah, your magical net that can seal mortal wounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Yes. All right, Theo, it is your turn, and the the brigand captain's going to look at you, and he says, I'll let you help her. I ain't going to do anything. Just let me go. Theo just looks at him. He's he's terrified and, and angry and he's he's like flashing colors almost like he's he's getting red and then going back to cooler like a purple and he's he's confused what to do but he's like I wait feels a chameleon now <laughs> <laughs> no because he gets super red when he explodes, I didn't know he could remember? turn purple though no it's like a dark red it's like oh a, okay quiet well, anyway, I'm doing a cinematic thing no the brig the brig the brigand looks at you and says you let my you let my buddy's horse go let me go, and you can. I'll I'll let you heal her. He he looks at him and says, "I'm going to find you." Sure, but I'll have more people with me then. It won't matter. And he just jumps off the horse, uh, yells "Seize!" again at the at the horse that he he had up in the ball, and goes to Vez's aid and grabs the last potion that he has to try to give it to her. Okay, yeah, you can just give it to her. Okay. So that's an auto uh, 10 HP to you. And he's just going to hold Vez and try to protect her as much as he can from them, just not even paying them any mind anymore. Vez, Vez, are you okay? 
Fez, can you hear me? She, like, coughs, looks up at him. Her eyes are back to normal, and she smiles, but he can tell she is, like, out of it because she did almost just die. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, I, I can hear you. Why are you in, why are you in my room? <laughs> uh, you, you just you missed breakfast, and our servants had, came to check on you, and they're leaving now. Yeah, so you hear the clopping of hooves, and the brigand captain and the other brigand both turn their horses to leave. And I always keep my word. And so do I. And he lets him go. And they uh, charge off. Um, Thea, why why are you yelling? It hurts. Why is it oh, so I'm bright? I'm so sorry. Fez, I'm in so sorry. Room. It's, here, Where's let me my get some horse? It's, Why am it's, I outside? Uh, <laughs> stop. It's okay. Go back to sleep. <laughs> Punches her. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> too many questions. Ah! <laughs> no, no, no. He just tries to, to quiet her down and, and, and gets, you know, into her, gets her to the shade and, and just tries to comfort her and just to wait until other people can get there to help her out. Yeah, and I think uh, since we're out of the combat, I think at that point, Aegon and Gunner arrive on the horse. Like the horse they stole from the brigands. <laughs> yeah, we lost a horse, but we got another one. <laughs> so it's okay. Well, a horse that doesn't trust Gunner, because Gunner shot it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this horse trots up with a crossbow bolt in its shoulder, and uh, Gunner and Aegon are riding on top of it. Oh man, but but what happened? She, she's okay. She, I stopped I, the brigand and what? I remember now. Um, I fucked up is basically what this comes down to. So sorry. Don't leave the group. I know better. And she's just like, you can tell she's still in a lot of pain, obviously, but she's just like kind of like nodding and like cl- keeping her eyes closed because it's very bright outside. Oh, Fed, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you're well, uh, Fez. Um, yeah, so where'd they go? You you killed the captain, I assume. You took out the horses. <laughs> um, not not quite. I I I jumped off the horse to to help Vez, and they um they got away. Gunner gives him this look like he's he wants to be disappointed, but he he smiles. He says, "Well, well, you um you took care of the more important thing." That's what's important. So why don't we get you up, Fez? She nods and, like, takes the hands that are offered. Yeah, and uh, the healing potion is starting to heal you up, but you have a horrendous gash in your left shoulder blade, and you can feel your bones are still broken and shifting around. Oh, well, Aegon would like to approach her and say, Fez, let's, let's get the worst of that all patched up. And he'll cast Cure Wounds on her at second level. So, so yeah, you yeah. managed to knit a lot of it together, but you know the bones right. are still gonna yeah. be a little. They're still gonna be a little cracked. She's gonna bruise horribly. Like Fez, you feel like you're probably gonna wake up tomorrow morning, and your entire left side's gonna be black and purple. But you're alive, and you're gonna get full function back. She regrets her decisions, but this is how she's living her life now. It seems so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. Oh, gosh. You guys are tending to Vez, and then a few minutes later, the cart arrives with everybody else on it, and Fergus jumps out and sees Vez. He's like, Vez, what happened? You okay? And he, he runs right over to her. 
Um, I'm alive, so that's about that's where I'm at right now. So thankful for that. You could have gotten killed, Vez. Yep, that happens a lot, actually. I think I'm much tougher than I am, and it's really I get myself. stupid of you to run off on your own like that. You're not wrong, actually. You'll notice this is a trend of mine that I need to think about. Don't do it again. I, I'll try my best. Okay. <laughs> he, he, look, he actually looks really upset. She's in a lot of pain, so she's not fighting. She just, yep, <laughs> this is this is the truth. How much did you heal her for? Uh, I didn't hear you. Oh, Sorry. I didn't actually roll because I didn't oh. think it would matter. <laughs> Does it matter, Josh? Well, it might. <laughs> you're not you're not there yet. Okay. We get attacked by another uh, brigand bear. <laughs> I healed her for. Uh, hold on, I always forget about the actual wording of the spell. I'm pretty sure it is plus your. Spell casting modifier, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so you heal for 11. Thank you. And uh, Lazo looks you guys up and down and says, Vez, can you, can you walk? Do you want to sit in the wagon? Well, since I have lost my horse, I think I get time out in the wagon. And she goes and sits. <laughs> Theo tries to chuckle and say, Well, uh, w- welcome to the club. The, the losing <laughs> horses club. She gives him kind of a sad Ooh. smile and it just sits. <laughs> At least you guys had horses. Poor <laughs> Jess. <laughs> Gunner pokes his head out. You guys were getting horses? <laughs> and Laszlo's like, Gunner, it's not very funny because you actually did have a horse. Uh, well, you know, small details. All right, so you guys pack up and you continue on your journey. A little battered, a little more bruised, but thankfully all still alive and the city lays less than an hour ahead of you hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.